Welcome to Clear Thinking Out Loud, written and narrated by Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge. Hi, I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and welcome to three psychotherapy techniques that identify your client's real problem. Why a stained glass window reminded me of what it means to be human. So I was in baking hot Cairo in Egypt a few years ago, uh, not deep in, in an ancient stone skyscraping pyramid, but gazing up mesmerized at the beautiful stained glass window in an old Coptic church. And the sunlight was streaming through this window towards me, transformed into rainbow rays by the skilled handiwork of the ancient glassmakers. And I realized that here was a wonderful metaphor for human life and experience. The light from the window was given its varying shapes and colors by the designs on the glass, but essentially all the light behind the window was from the very same source, which was the sun, of course. The glass introduced nothing new, but made visible the different wavelengths of that light with all its color and variation. And people look and seem different from each other. But this is all just local shape and color created by our perceptual filters acting like the stained glass in that Coptic church. We're all driven by the same hopes, fears and inspirations and aspirations. Behind the facade of differences and, and appearances, we're all infused with the same light of humanity. And I believe we can only start to overcome Prejudice, when we understand that despite what seem to be differences, we all share the same problems and needs in life, no matter what our nationality, religion or race. This architectural metaphor also brings out something else for therapists. Don't get bamboozled by your client. When gazing at a stained glass window, it's easy to find all your attention focused on the different outlines and colors and textures, the story, so to speak, presented by the window, and forget that the significant pattern underlying all of that is light from the sun. When treating clients, we can get hypnotized by detail, by the shape and color of the person's life, the minutiae and ins and outs of their issues, leaving us confused and overwhelmed. These details have value, of course, but we also need to keep in mind the larger underlying patterns. No matter how complex their experience seems to be, it's essential to ask, what is the underlying pattern of their experience? And if we don't do this, we become powerless to help them, and we can't see clearly what's happening. So when you encounter a client with a complicated mess of problems, there are three universal psychological principles you can deploy to get through the details and identify what's really going on for them. So here are my three easy psychotherapy techniques which cut through the detail to your client's real problems. Three vital questions to ask yourself when listening to client stories are, firstly, what are they not getting from their life? People develop psychological problems when needs remain unfulfilled, unmet. We all have primal human needs. See reference one below the video. And we all have these needs in common, despite the different color, texture, and shape of our individual lives. We all need, for example, to feel safe and secure day to day, at least to a reasonable extent. We all need the, we all have the need to give and receive attention with other human beings. We all have a sense of 
the need for some control and influence over events in our life. We need to feel stretched and stimulated by life to avoid boredom. We need to have fun sometimes and feel life is enjoyable. We need to feel intimate with at least one other human being. We need to feel connected to and part of a wider community. We need to be able to have privacy and time to privately reflect sometimes. We also need to have a sense of status, to be recognized and appreciated for what we do. We need to have a sense of competence and achievement and a sense of meaning about life and what we do. Life needs to feel meaningful. When these needs are adequately, adequately met in balance, we, life does feel meaningful. So when people are telling you about their difficulties and all the ways in which they're unhappy, look behind the colored window to the light behind. These primal needs span space and time and are as common to the ancient Egyptian stonemason as to the modern software programmer. Okay. Number two, what faulty pattern matching is going on? When something happens in the world around you, your brain tries to instantly match this new experience to something you've experienced before, so that hopefully you can respond appropriately. It's time to eat, you smell food, you salivate in preparation for eating. An external pattern has triggered a useful internal pattern within you, and we have a pattern match. And this is the way we negotiate reality. The extent to which our pattern matching works effectively corresponds to how well adjusted we are to life. But sometimes there's faulty pattern matching. For example, a phobic inadvertently matches a fear pattern to the pattern of something that isn't dangerous at all. Okay, this is a faulty pattern match. A man might have learned to fear challenges and opportunities because of negative conditioning in his upbringing. He may then find it difficult to meet his needs to be stretched and stimulated and life might start to feel meaningless and boring for him. He might have uh, stopped meeting his need to uh, develop a sense of competence and achievement so his self-esteem might be impacted. A woman may fear the prospect of a new relationship because of a past one that was abusive. This may put a serious block on her primal need for establishing intimacy. Good pattern matching is essential for existing effectively in the world, but can go wrong in all kinds of ways. So look for faulty pattern matching behind the detail in your clients' lives. And take a look at reference two below the video. Number three, what are their metaphors telling you about what they need and about them. It's a curious thing, but people often unconsciously let you know what's really important to them by elaborating personal metaphors around the issues that matter most to them. This is like an unconscious communication. They might describe themselves as feeling trapped or lost or in a very dark place. They might say their relationship is stale. Okay, these are metaphors. Think how metaphorical people become when describing that most important of personal experiences, physical pain. So they might talk of burning or stabbing pain or like an icy prodding finger. And it seems that the more something matters to us, the more metaphorical we become when talking about it. So to discern what might be really important to your client, listen carefully for more elaborate metaphor and consider what it's pointing to and which unmet needs it's describing. So in short, identify what emotional needs remain unfulfilled. Look for any faulty pattern matching that the person is doing on an unconscious level, of course. Listen out for metaphors in what they say. And remember, things are always simpler than they seem behind the glass. 
So I hope you found that useful. I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and if you'd like to subscribe to my email newsletter, you can find it over at unk.com slash blog. That's unk.com slash blog. Thank you.